Hello and welcome to Pit Stop Conversations. I am your host and host Dr. Vishakha Vora. So listener, today we are going to explore the field of career guidance and counseling. And the expert who will be talking will be me. So in brief about me, I am a career guidance counselor with a PhD in psychology and 26 years of experience in guiding, counseling, teaching and training. I am the founder of Laksh Career Counseling through which we offer a wide variety of career services both online and offline. I have previous work experience in uh, Tata Motors and I have been associated as a consulting trainer with Times of India and Dainik Bhaskar. I have also worked in several well-known educational institutions like Prestige Institute of Management and Research in Indore. Pathways World School and Sri Ram Global School in Gurgaon. Through Laksh Career Counseling, I have counseled students and professionals across India, UAE, and Australia. Now, uh, for this episode, since I am the expert and since it's more comfortable having a discussion format, I have requested my husband Anurag Vohra to be my co-host and ask me questions. So welcome Anurag and thank you so much for helping me out with this episode. My pleasure Dr. Vora. That was quite impressive. I am honored to be part of this discussion. Thank you for inviting me for the same and I look forward to an interesting session. So my first question is what does a career guidance counselor do? Okay. So a career guidance counselor enables and empowers career decision making for people so he or she will help you to understand your strengths discover your personality and interests evaluate your skills and competencies analyze your experiences and then tie it all up together to empower you to make an optimal career decision so in doing this the career counselor will use counseling techniques coaching methodology and psychometric assessment if it is required so that in a nutshell is what a career guidance counselor does okay that was very informative and interesting tell me is career counseling for only class 10th and 12th okay uh, well the answer is a big no it is a complete misconception that career guidance and counseling is done and is applicable only when you are in class 10th or 12th it is actually applicable from as young as 5 years of age and goes on till retirement and post retirement counseling as well so let me quickly elaborate a little on that so at age 5 a child begins to understand you know ideas about work and jobs uh, through identifying with you know the people around him and looking at what they are doing so for example say uh, he or she is familiar with a teacher a sports sir a driver a cook and these are some of the things that they are you know realizing because these are the people who are around them now this is also the age when career related stereotypes are developed and that is why career guidance is essential at this time in middle school uh, it is important that you know one expands upon the knowledge of career options and uh, also 
help uh, in dealing with issues like you know lack of focus or academic problems or adjustment issues or digital addictions and so on so in middle school as well uh, career counseling is applicable in class 10th the idea is to make the choice of a career stream and in class 12th counseling is needed to choose a suitable career now here also the issues that i just mentioned are also applicable and are addressed along with counseling for mental and emotional distress and adjustment uh, because uh, the level of stress is higher because there is a decision to be made and that impacts the mental well-being of the uh, individual and that is where counseling comes in after graduation or post graduation uh the concerns that are there are about higher education going abroad or studying in india uh, what kind of job opportunities are available how to apply for these jobs and how to prepare for them and uh, some additional concerns as well like you know feeling unsure or unprepared in the first job uh, having an imposter syndrome uh, realization that you know what they have studied is not really the area where they want to work in and so on and so forth so career counseling is important at this stage as well uh, in the middle years of your career uh, career counseling requirements come in when a person considers you know changing his or her job or their industries they have you know work related stress they find it difficult to have a work life balance they might have issues in you know working harmoniously with their team members and so on so it is also a time to reevaluate your core strengths what kind of roles you are best suited for your emotional and social intelligence uh, looking at the enablers and limitations you experience due to your personality traits and so on and career coaching is something that is very applicable and important at this stage in the late 40s or early 50s uh, so that is where uh, you know you are kind of uh, arrived at a particular position in your career whether it is in the corporate or in your own venture so there is a need to understand what is your leadership style uh, you know what kind of decision making is most effective uh, what is the impact of one's personality on the effectiveness of the work and on others as well uh, stress management style you know and how to improve upon it so this is what is uh, what are the issues that typically are uh, in the late 40s and 50s and that is when career counseling also is an important aspect uh now retirement after being productive for more than 40 years can be really stressful so counseling for a stress free retirement and also exploration of post retirement options that can be meaningful and also maybe uh, financially viable so they also come under the purview of career guidance and counseling so if you look at practically the entire lifetime of a person career counseling services are applicable and one one can avail of them if they require it okay dr vora that was quite detailed insightful and relevant so a career guidance counselor as you just explained has a large advisory role in choosing the right direction right career choices right moves from childhood till retirement now that's quite impressive now my next question and i am very curious to know about the same how did you choose this profession okay so well my journey to this field has been an interesting one uh, 
uh, I've always been, you know, uh, good in my studies and I was very active in all extracurricular activities throughout school. Now, after my class 10th, I chose the science stream with, uh, you know, uh, PCMB as my subjects. And uh, in uh, hindsight now, uh, I realized that this choice was more out of a sense of competition with my elder brother and a complete overestimation of my abilities. So early on in my class 11th, I realized that although I enjoyed studying biology and chemistry, physics and maths were a complete nightmare for me. And by the end of class 12th, I realized, you know, I realized my folly and I took the sensible decision of changing my stream to humanities and studying subjects that were more aligned to my strengths and interests. So one of these subjects was psychology. And I was completely fascinated by it from day one and I still continue to be. So the more I studied it, the more I loved it. And uh, that's how I then opted to, you know, uh, complete my graduation in psychology. Now, at the time of my master's, I realized that amongst the various uh, options or sub-branches that were available uh, for specialization, counseling psychology interested me more rather than, you know, clinical and industrial psychology, although they were the more popular choices among students at that time. So I chose counseling psychology as my specialization for my master's. Now, uh, you know, after studying psychology now for five years, like, you know, in my graduation and my master's, my interest, you know, further crystallized towards the field of career guidance. So uh, what led me to it? So this was, you know, in uh, aided by uh, two things. One was my observation of my father, who was a teacher. And he had many students coming to him asking about, you know, what careers to pursue and what preparations to do. And that really intrigued me. Uh, another thing that affected this uh, choice was that after completing my master's, I got the opportunity to work in Tata Motors. Now, in my four years there, I noticed many people who were unhappy with their jobs or were not performing well due to stress. And in many cases, there was a clear mismatch between the requirements of the job and the abilities of the person assigned to it. Many of them struggled to have a work-life balance also. However, there were also few people who absolutely loved their job, were doing it competently and were climbing the corporate ladder rapidly. So all these observations kind of intensified my curiosity about, you know, what are the crucial ingredients for career success and happiness? And why do so many people suffer from not finding both of these in their careers? And then what remedial action can be taken to, you know, rectify this? Uh, so that kind of led me to do my PhD degree. So where I explored the career decision making difficulties of adolescents and then tested the efficacy of two interventions to alleviate these difficulties. And I had chosen adolescents as a subject population because uh, I believe that that is the time when the first formal step towards a career choice is made. And that is when a person experiences the maximum level of difficulties one can uh, possibly face. Uh, finally, after my PhD, you know, having had a long journey and experience in this field, I decided that, you know, I wanted to make my career exclusively in the field of career guidance and counseling only. And then I have, you know, been doing it ever since. Good, good, good to see Dr. Vora, you chose a profession which you liked it, you are enjoying and you are happy about it. And what you have said that your entire education has been in psychology. Yes. But we also see 
that people are working in this field after doing a brief course or a professional certification. So what do you think are the educational qualifications required? One, to become a good and second, to become an effective career guidance counselor. Um, well, ideally, if you ask me, uh, ideally a graduate degree in psychology and a postgraduate degree in counseling psychology should be the minimum educational qualification. One can then, you know, add to it by doing uh, either a diploma in career guidance and vocational counseling or maybe even pursue a doctorate. Uh, now, let me just quickly explain why I am recommending uh, doing this. A person's career decision, you know, affects all aspects of his or her life. So, it will include his emotional and mental health, the interpersonal relationships that the person has, the family dynamics that the person is involved in, uh, his or her social status and financial status also. So, you know, enabling this decision requires a holistic approach. Uh, you know, looking at the individual in totality and not in isolation of just a career choice. So, if you have studied psychology in depth at both the undergraduate and postgraduate level, you have a good theoretical grounding to understand the various factors that will impact a person's decisions. And you will be able to synthesize an optimal solution that will include counseling, psychotherapy, guidance and testing. So, which addresses the entire gamut of the person's decision-making dilemma. Also, uh, another thing uh, if you have studied psychology is that you are able to understand when and why to recommend psychometric testing and then which tests to recommend. Because you have studied statistics and research methodology, you know the importance of reliability and validity in test construction. You know uh, the importance of uh, knowing that you know certain tests are more suitable for certain uh, kinds of uh, re requirements, and that is why you are able to uh, you know recommend on a much more sounder basis as to whether a person should be going in for psychometric testing and what kind of tests that person should do. Uh, now, a short-term course or certification does not train you for all this. It just trains you to administer one test, which is usually designed by the training agency. And then, you know, you interpret the report, which is generated. Again, that report is generated by the agency. So, there is, you know, little value addition or clarity to the client. And uh, the test reports and their interpretations then remain just one-dimensional. Uh, in fact, uh, many clients report feeling more confused or dissatisfied or even scared by the results that, you know, uh, such uh, uh, tests have, you know, been presented to them. So, uh, I would strongly recommend studying psychology to work as a career guidance counselor. Okay. Thank you, Dr. Vora. Your response was quite direct and revealing. Now, moving forward, can you please highlight what aptitudes and skills are necessary. What personality characteristics are essential for being a good career guidance counselor? Hmm. So, uh, I feel uh, some of the essential aptitudes uh, would be verbal reasoning, analytical reasoning and a fair amount of numerical reasoning as well. Uh, so, verbal reasoning is the ability to understand complex verbal relationships. So, you need to understand what the client is conveying and you need to be good in verbal relation, verbal reasoning to be able to make sense of all that the uh, client is conveying to you. 
analytical reasoning is the ability to logically and uh, you know uh, systematically understand uh, what the person has expressed with objective data you are able to kind of connect it and then you are able to visualize and bring together different information which is relevant uh, so one needs to be good in that as well uh, numerical reasoning is important when you have to analyze and interpret the test results and also when you have to kind of evaluate the financial aspects of the client's life because that will be impacting their career decisions as well uh, as far as skills are concerned i would say listening skills good communication skills critical thinking skills uh, having an orientation towards helping others uh, even technological skills and uh, in today's date social media skills are important uh, in listening active listening is necessary with complete focus and attention to minute details which are observed while the person is talking in communication both verbal and written communication needs to be strong uh, critical thinking is required to use logic and reasoning to you know kind of identify and evaluate uh, the strengths and weaknesses of different solutions uh, that you are looking uh, for helping the clients so uh, that is also very important uh, you know when uh, having a service orientation so one is actively looking at how to help the individual who is come to you for help uh, so that's there and of course uh, in today's world if you see uh, you know being technologically savvy is very very you know something that is quite important and needed and you have to be good in social media usage as well to promote yourself and to promote your work so these are some of the skills i feel that you know are quite uh, essential to being a good uh, career guidance counselor as far as personality characteristics are concerned I feel, uh, you know, first and foremost, being a people's person is very useful. So you need to feel charged up and energized by talking to people, you know. At the same time, you need to be patient and calm. That is also necessary. Uh, having a warm, friendly nature is obviously an asset. And having an open mind or a non-judgmental attitude really helps the client to trust you and feel safe with you. Uh, one more thing I feel is that being systematic and organized is also uh, quite important because you need to keep very meticulous notes and you know case histories of the uh, clients who are coming to you. Uh, in addition, what has worked for me is that you know I am a voracious reader and I have a learner's attitude. So uh, always I believe that, you know, everything, uh, any interaction, anything that I do, it is something that I am also learning along with the person whom I whom I'm interacting with. So that also is a personality characteristic that has uh, been a great contributor to my success. And lastly, I would say, you know, having confidence in your own abilities and a genuine desire to help people goes a long way in helping uh, you to enjoy what you do and also uh, to help the clients feel happy about your services. So yeah, these are some of the things I would like to highlight. Thank you, Dr. Vora, for taking us through the skills, aptitude and personality characteristics required in a good career guidance counselor. That was very interesting and insightful. Uh, my next question. What does your typical day 
look like okay so uh, well my uh, working hours are from uh, 10 in the morning to 6 in the evening uh, monday to saturday but uh, you know many of the times i am working till late uh, as 9 9:30 in the evening also because of working clients or working parents who have only time you know in the evenings after they come back from work Uh, so typically my working day is divided into uh, consultations and other administrative work so in consultations i have you know one hour slots and right now most consultations are via zoom uh, otherwise they used to be offline also uh, in the administrative part i update my notes and case histories very regularly in fact i have made it a habit to immediately write the notes after the consultation call is over uh so that is uh, something that really helps me uh, you know be very very uh, uh i would say conscious and updated when i am whenever i have you know the next uh, appointment with the client and i know exactly what we have discussed and what we have and it kind of you know uh, summarize for them as well that this is what we spoke about last time so that's quite important uh analyzing uh, you know test results and creating reports is also another administrative task that i do on a very uh, on a typical day like every day uh i also you know write blogs and articles so uh, uh some of my time is spent in uh, you know writing and creating content i also love to you know update my knowledge by reading academic journals or articles and also books uh so uh yes on a very regular basis i will be doing that as well i like to upskill myself also so i keep doing short term courses which are relevant to my work and of course i i prepare and record for my podcast and i also create you know whatever social media posts and all are uh, you know required on a daily basis uh then uh, many a times there are uh, you know uh, scheduled webinars or discussions or group consultations which one has uh, on online forums so uh, i do participate uh, in them as well whenever it is uh, it is scheduled uh i'm also actively uh, you know participating in uh, clubhouse app uh, you know discussion so i like to talk about you know all the relevant uh, topics which i feel interested in so i'm quite active over there also uh, so that's the typical work day for me where it is mostly more uh, consultations and uh, the background administrative work uh i also you know uh, so amidst all this there is also important to you know take care of my own uh, uh, mental health so i like to relax by uh, taking care of my plants uh, i like cooking dancing and of course reading uh there's one thing that i do uh, quite frequently and i i am practicing it as much as possible i wouldn't say always successfully but i do practice mindfulness uh because it helps me focus in my work and it also helps me relieve my stress when i'm trying to relax so for example when i'm reading i'm completely immersed in it or if i'm cooking then i'll be concentrating fully only on cooking so that's being mindful for me and uh, you know so it's like when i'm working i'm fully focused only on work and there's nothing else that will distract me so i'm completely and mindfully engaged in my work and when i'm relaxing then i will only focus on relaxing and enjoying good good to see that you are completely immersed in the profession and it's providing you a continuous learning 
now dr vora we move ahead and with a very pertinent and practical question as a profession career guidance what kind of financial success one can expect in this field that's a very nice and very relevant question thank you for asking me that uh, so today i feel that you know career guidance and counseling field has a really huge potential uh, uh the reason why i'm saying this is because uh, there is increased awareness uh, both at the individual level as well as uh, in at corporates also where uh, career counseling and uh, its applications are becoming increasingly visible and uh, there is a wide variety of applications that uh, this uh, field can have so uh, i have already spoken you know uh, a little while ago about you know how uh, the individuals can uh, need and use career counseling so uh, you can work in schools you can work in colleges private or government organizations working in the field of career guidance so there is uh, there is an application in there uh, further in corporate like so if you know uh, about master coaching so master coaching is where uh you know a leadership position uh, people they are trained or they are coached to uh, be a mentor or a coach for people working under them so you are kind of a train the trainer so that is one application of career guidance and counseling and it is extremely lucrative uh one can also work as an in-house career coach as part of the human resource department in corporates uh one more application is where corporates look at you know psychometric assessment and interpretation of it uh for use in selection development training and uh, mentoring their employees so uh one can also have uh, you know quite a great uh, success being in this uh, field and using exclusively psychometric assessment as a uh, application that they want to specialize in of course one can also be an entrepreneur and start one's own uh, consultancy whether it is uh, for career guidance and there you can define in fact you can define maybe a specific population say just uh, school going students or you can define a population that you will only go in for uh, psychometric assessments or you can define a population of that okay we will work only exclusively in the field of training or of course you can offer all of them as well so uh, one can have a lot of options and applications of career guidance and counseling today and uh, there is a, a great uh, great uh, way of uh, you know uh, having financial success in it also because there is a huge potential to do well in it so uh, i believe that some of the things that help will help you uh, have great success in it or uh, really have uh, you know a great uh, career path financially as well is uh, if you are proactive you have a good sense of you know how things uh, can be escalated for growth and personal success and of course uh, very important there has to be a willingness to work hard so if you have uh, these combination of things uh, i think financial success is uh, not something that will be difficult it is absolutely possible and uh, you can have a lot of uh success in it not just financially but also you know you will be having a greater satisfaction as, as well because you are uh, kind of filling in the need which is right now there in the society thank you dr ora i think you explained it very well over a period of time this profession has really gained its importance now one last question 
Do you think career guidance counseling this profession is only for girls as we see a lot of ladies into this profession or the boys can also choose <laughs> Okay well I I completely believe uh, that gender has no role to play in choosing any career So you know it is just a misconception which has emerged uh, purely due to gender stereotypes you know which are reinforced since childhood that you know certain careers are more suitable for girls and some for boys i feel that you know any person any person irrespective of gender can pursue and be successful as a career guidance counselor if they have the appropriate educational qualifications the required aptitudes and skills the personality to match and the motivation and desire to help others navigate their career decision making difficulties so that is all that is required uh, it does not matter whether you are a boy or a girl or any other gender whatsoever so i feel that you know uh, this is a field that one should actively consider uh, and it should be considered by both girls and boys so that we can fill in that gap which is there which is a huge requirement today wherein a lot of people are at a loss or are looking for solutions in making the right career decisions so uh, dear listener if you are one of those people who would like to explore this option please feel free to connect with me and uh, reach out to us at laksh uh, career counseling uh so this has been a great conversation today and i have really enjoyed it a lot so i hope you also found it useful dear listener and thank you so much anurag for helping me out with this uh dear listener please do not forget to share and subscribe to the podcast uh your feedback and reviews are extremely valuable so do send in a voice message to let me know how you are liking the podcast episode so far and what more would you like me to do uh now continuing with the career cluster of psychology our next episode will feature a psychiatrist so if you have any questions that you would like to ask regarding a career in psychiatry uh listener please do send a voice message after this podcast is over and thank you so much for listening and i really look forward to meeting you again for the next episode take care and goodbye